Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine, and this is episode number 25. So Ooh, this 25. is a milestone app. Um, we're very excited to bring this to you. We have a lot of new stories and a mini trip review. So um, 25, we're able to rent a car. Yes. Which is exciting. Is there anything else you can do at 25? You're probably out of college. Probably. Living You're on still your on own. your parents' insurance. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You got that cell phone. <laughs> still on health insurance <laughs> yeah. from the folks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. One more year. <laughs> and then you get out. <laughs> Um, all right, so I am joined here. I guess I should say who else is here with me. We've got Rob and Holly and Scott and Matt, our fellow podcast members. So, hello, hello, hello. So, we are going to get started with topping it off where we discuss a Disney drink uh, or libation. And Rob, you are topping us off. Yes, so my drink is from Disney Springs at Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. And apparently it's Homecoming. Really? I'm like an apostrophe <laughs> at the end? Yeah. Homecoming. But the, I thought the sign, I could have swore the yeah, sign. I and I think I have. It. Did it is get corrected by someone who's no. like, um, Rob, no, excuse because, me, it's Homecoming. No, because I was looking at the food menu online on the, the official Disney website yesterday, and it had it listed as Homecoming with the apostrophe. But now I'm looking, hmm. I took a, a picture of the sign when we were there. And it's homecoming. It says it says homecoming on online, but then you scroll down in the Disney World website. It says homecoming. Well, they need to sort I, this out yeah. right away. There is no. I don't know how I can patronize this place unless I get this sorted out. Rob, what, I wanted what, to ask you, where is this located before you get to your drink? So it is, I guess, the technical location would be town center. It is um, directly across from Morimoto Asia. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so if where that street food is, mm -hmm. if you it's basically to the left. Of, if you're standing at the the counter mm -hmm. to order your food at the street fair food location, it's directly to the left. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So um, kind of by um, what's the burger place? Uh, Deluxe. Deluxe. It's like right across the water from okay. there. Deluxe homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the drink is called Moonshine Mash. So Art Smith's uh, restaurant is known for making their own moonshine. So this is watermelon infused moonshine, fresh watermelon, lime juice, and simple syrup. Um, it's served in this cool little metal goblet, for lack of a better description. Um, and it gets garnished with a piece of watermelon. Um, I ordered it because I'm a huge fan of watermelon. And it was a little light on the watermelon flavor. So it's it's definitely heavier on the lime juice, mm -hmm. um, but it was still, still really good. good. It's still really really good. Was it good. strong? No. Okay. Um, you can't the, taste the you moonshine. Right. Agreed. But I was feeling pretty decent at that uh, point right. when I ordered it. <laughs> so um, maybe that's why I didn't taste it. I've heard they do make it uh, in a bathtub in the back of Homecoming. <laughs> that's the only way to make moonshine. I've heard. Are you being for real? No, I'm not being for they, rarely that's a crap anything. Joke, though. Rarely anything I say. What'd you say? I said that's a real crap joke. Yeah, it wasn't really a good joke. I want to be honest. It's not. It's not good if you don't give any indication that it's a joke at the end. Hey, listeners, they're not all winners, okay? And in fact, you've been here 25 episodes. You should learn that most of mine aren't. Yeah, but true. this, um, they're known for their their cocktail menu. They have a lot of 
good drink. So I'm sure once you guys go there, you might we might have some more drinks from this location. And it is, is, is this is twelve dollars. I was just was gonna ask. How much yeah, so it's a little pricey, um, but it's not something you're gonna drink in like ten minutes. It's kind of you just sip it. Yeah, uh, it's a good summer as most of the drinks down there seem to be. Uh, if it's really hot, it's it's refreshing. So try it. Um, were you guys sitting outside when you had this? Yes. Yeah, we tried it. We didn't have a reservation. We walked up. We wanted to sit inside, but the inside is relatively small. Okay. Um, and they had a bunch of tables outside, so that was just seat yourself. They had a, an acoustic guitarist yeah and a, like oh, a, a little, percussionist oh, okay well little, little jam and, band yeah they were just doing cover songs um it was nice to listen it wasn't too loud where like you're like you can't have a conversation but they were fun like beatles songs oh, that's good. Oh, that's things cool. like that so yeah cool awesome well we're gonna throw it right <laughs> on back to rob uh, because we're gonna talk some news some big developmental news i'd yeah. say this time around so along the lines of the transportation system at walt disney world uh recently filed permitting plans suggest a gondola transportation system and so when i first read this i thought we were going to the venetian <laughs> in vegas and riding gondolas and being sung italian and um, i Still thought that up until the point that you literally just said that right now. So they are not water gondolas, apparently. No, no. And I, I when I linked to this on our Facebook uh, page uh, to the news article, I specifically said aerial gondolas after reading it because it was unclear to me. I thought that word should have been used. So like ski lift, big ski lifts. Yes, hmm. big boats not boats that's the wrong word um big boats that go in the water and someone's I'm doing a <laughs> yeah big eggs eggs <laughs> yeah. pods pods that's a pods? good word okay so this so is how many of these these seat we how don't know it doesn't we think eight ish yeah mm -hmm. so they link to a video um of the one in london um and it looks about eight ish if it's a similar system okay so it's going to connect epcot um, Caribbean Beach, mm. Art of Animation, and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Ooh. Does this article say uh, when these plans were filed? Is that information available? No. There's nothing. It just, somebody found it. There's a lot of like <laughs> Dis hardcore Disney people that just search, <laughs> I guess, county records, state yeah, records. And, and patent offices and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they find these things. So it says these were recently filed. Um, and people are surmising based on what they submitted how this is going to link up so it looks like it's going to start um at the international gateway in the back of epcot okay at and that little quad back there yeah, where there's sense. that yeah. little field that does make sense yeah and then um it comes out goes over boardwalk essentially mm -hmm. the resort turns goes down buena vista drive to caribbean beach and then makes another turn goes straight to Art of Animation, and then there's a 90-degree turn that goes into Hollywood Studios. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, this how, looks um, like how a How likely pretty... do you think this is going to happen? If how they... likely or how... So... How likely do you think that this is... Th that I think Disney recognizes Star Wars Land is coming, Pandora is coming. They know that they're the inundated. roads cannot handle the amount of traffic that they're going to be seeing, so they need to get traffic off especially Buena Vista Drive 
it's just filled with buses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to get all those off of there would be huge. So I, I, I was thinking about this. It's, it's cool. When you think of Disney World, you always thought of like the monorail and mm -hmm. like how it was futuristic. So this is almost like they're adding that this other is so element. Walt. This yes. is so Walt. Yes. Yes. He was really into the highest mode of transportation. In fact, in Disneyland, when Disneyland opened on opening day, it had the train on the ground. Not the train, not the, the choo-choo train, but the this Tomorrowland train, like the bullet train. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was opening. And then when he went to Germany and he saw the monorail, he was like, we've got to do this. And then when they had the biggest expansion with uh, 20,000 leagues and the Matterhorn and the monorail all opened within a few years of opening because it was not worth it to him to have such an outdated transportation mode. I will say this about it. it. It is one of those things that you could think of as quintessentially Disney and that you would be able to like look out over you know, the international area and all the different resorts as you're going by. So it would, it would be almost a combination ride and transportation system, just like the monorail is. Yeah, mm -hmm. I that agree. Would be great. I think this would be awesome if this comes to fruition. And I know we have kind of said that this really ups the value of a value resort. <laughs> yeah, pun intended. Um, not only <laughs> Art of Animation, but also Pop Century, because that's walkable mm -hmm. from to and from art of animation, which is crazy because that is something that only really the deluxes have with the exception of the Port Orleans resorts is that al alternative mode of transportation to a park. Other than Other than buses. bus. Which is awesome, which is so awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. And art of animation is really a nice hotel. I mean, yeah. it's, not just nice for a value. I think just a nice hotel. Uh, I mean, it's even. Uh, I mean, the suites are really the uh, the Those selling are huge factor. Draw. Yeah, if you're going with more than two people, mm -hmm. by all means, look at the suites at Art of Animation. Or if you're going with two people and you have a little money to to spare that you want to have enough room to... And you don't want to see the other person. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have the double bathroom. There is nothing better yeah. than having two bathrooms in and one the in of those interior suites. corridors and interior yep. corridor is major yeah that it's so it's sad that like pop century <laughs> has to sit next to that because pop mm. century looks like so outdated next to art of animation it's it's a shame they've got to be do a good something. history um we could give yeah. one episode about the history oh, of pop okay. art and yeah. how that's like a that's like a very uh, crazy story, just like the fable. Of how yeah, long and it some sat of those there. some of those pictures. It looks like uh, it looks like um, what's the place in Russia that they had the nuclear uh, <laughs> oh, the, uh, oh, yeah. Chernobyl? Chernobyl. <laughs> like, yeah, <You> <laughs> it really looks like. I mean, it, they yeah. just never finished it for many years. Mm -hmm. So, if you're bored, just Google it. Uh, you could find articles about it. but we could talk about it at some maybe point maybe we'll do maybe. a retrospective i don't want to promise anything i think no, a, right. a disney history <laughs> lesson someday would be a, a fun one yeah fun I, stories you from know, disney I'm history to, you yeah. know i'm totally <laughs> too. all over that and we can make a fun theme song Stay similar tuned. to Great the Muppets. moments in history but just the disney part <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's right all right well next story um Disney's Coronado Springs is going to gain a 15-story tower yes. that will add so 500 sorry. guest rooms, including suites and concierge-level services. So this is going to overlook Lake Dorado, and the tower will offer rooftop dining with views of the surrounding theme parks and resorts. 
I'm so excited for this. We freaking I yep. love Coronado Springs. That is my favorite moderate resort. I've talked about it a bunch of times. It is people knock it because it's one of the larger resorts. It has many bus stops, and um, people say that it could be cumbersome to get uh, from one side of the resort to the other, or to get you know ultimately where you're going, whether or not you're going to the food court, which is the best food court at all uh, of the uh, enchiladas, pepper market. Uh, yeah, love it. Or just going to you know your car or the bus to go to one of the parks. But honestly, the resort is beautiful. It's it's amazing. I think that I it and to say that it's getting better. Come on. Does this seem mind blowing to you? A fifteen story building? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it's and that's unprecedented. I mean, it's it, at Disney World. It's gonna be weird to see what the theming of that goes because I think of Coronado Springs as like the dusty Southwest, yeah. and like all like low like pueblos and like, and this is really going to. I mean, stand out like a sore thumb. You're, you're going to be able to see this from pretty far oh, away. Yeah. I mean, this is like Tower of Terror just yeah. hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, that's about the height. Right? Yeah. And you can see that from everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So the article, we again, we posted <clears throat> this on our Facebook page. Um, the article is, it has concept art already released. So you can see kind of. It looks awesome. The concept art looks yeah. great. It kind of looks like the Gaylord Palms, which looks it does. beautiful. Yes. Which is one of the most yeah, beautiful. So it looks like it's got this like greenish, brownish tint to it. Yeah, Again, which goes it, with the theme. Yeah, it's more like natural, like a little bit more and earthy. They, they said it's going to be located near the, the current main entrance convention and lobby area. See, that, that makes sense to me because um, for those who don't know, um, a lot of business travelers end up at either the Swan and Dolphin or uh, Coronado Springs because there are convention areas, uh, most notably at Coronado Springs. So I think that this is much more of a uh, business level uh, lodging area. Which makes sense with the concierge and things like that. Is that, that would be something that could cater to business travelers. Yeah, you can get a block Driving. of rooms. I want this floor for my business because we are attending a convention, uh, so-and-so Speaking day, and it makes sense interior rooms i love interior room entrances and some of those rooms on coronado because it is a lot of walking you get people walking by your room and it is loud and annoying and this means if you're in that tower that you would be exempt from having little children run past your room for early morning magic hours I wonder if there'll be like an upcharge to stay in the tower. Because wouldn't you would. be PO'd I... if you got in like the ranchos and like you're like, gosh. <laughs> and again, I don't know because I mean, first floor uh, or second floor ranchos. I mean, you have you could walk out your room down the stairs and you're at those um, man-made beaches. You could hang out on the uh, on the hammocks and chill out. I and... guess I'd pay a premium for a like tenth store higher view. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah, I'm see sure. See fireworks. From yeah, there, you'll be or... able to see. Epcot, right? Epcot's close I enough. Think, I know yeah, you'll, what do you think? you'll be able to see Animal Kingdom. Depending That's the closest park. You'll be able to see Hollywood Studios. 15 stories puts you way up there. I'm thinking like just what you could see when you get to the top of uh, Expedition Everest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you exactly. could see all of, you see the, you see Spaceship Earth, the Swan and yeah. Dolphin, and that's, 
I don't think that's 15 stories. And rooftop dining. Let's not glaze oh, over. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the most important to yeah. our demo over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I wonder if that's going to be, and I wonder if that's going to be a, like a four star type restaurant or if it's going to be kind of mid tiered. I'm kind of excited to see. I'm hoping they go for more of a bar feel. That's really? What, yeah, that's what I don't know. That's just the important. Well, I don't know, but what about make, like California you know, that would Grill? That makes sense because if it's geared towards business travelers, a bar would be more their You're style. Right. It might have both. I mean, it might have a lounge. Yeah, it could and, have like you yeah. know, like an interior restaurant club, with an. What's ex. the Club Ricks? Oh, Rick's yeah, Cafe, Rick's. Cafe Rick's. I think it's Club Rick's. <laughs> We're all staring right. at Scott. Scott's had a moment. I've had Cafe some moments Rick's. at Cafe Rick's. Is it Cafe Rick's? I thought it was. That's, I think, the... What? It is. It's Cafe Rick's. Okay. Yeah. But, and then, out. what's the name of the other... Um, what's the name of the sit-down there? I always forget it. I've never eaten there. Mesa, um, Mesa something? Um, right next to the Pepper Market. Oh God! And it's not Maya, Maya Grill. Maya Maya Grill. Maya Grill. Yeah, Maya. close. Maya. close Maya. Yeah. We're like we love Coronado Springs. We don't <laughs> we, know anything in there. <laughs> no, we love the Pepper Market. We're big fans of the Pepper Market. Enchiladas. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it. Back to how much is it? Like, what if you? I'm thinking there's going to be a premium on these rooms, right? So you might get a standard room in the Ranchos for. What is it, like 170-ish yeah. now? These might be over 200 if you want to. A tower room, like a yeah. tower view, tower yeah. room. Because yep. I can see the higher up you go. Like if you got in the first floor, I hope it wouldn't be as expensive as the 15th floor. Oh, yeah. Man, yep. you'd be close to food in there. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Catherine would like to book her room I right know, now. For... And they've started construction on this, which is pretty crazy. It's happening At least removing fast. what... What? It's currently there. Yes. That's, you know what? It's There's Cafe Rick's, which is like the actual little cafe that sells the pastries and stuff. And then there's the Rick's Lounge. Oh. And that's the little lounge where area where we watch the World Series and you threw and, a tantrum. And the, <laughs> and the restaurant is actually, I know you said Maya Grill, but I think it's Las Ventanas. Is Las Ventanas or is that like a... Bar grill. That's a uh, oh Alec. Oh, that's the little uh, like the breakfast nook. Sorry, uh, but they're all good. <laughs> yeah, they are. We we've tried all of them except the sit down. I think so. Um, cool, cool, cool. Along the I'm not just laughing because I'm just thinking about um, Scott and his outburst. He got I was gonna let it go. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna you're say really anything. gonna dredge this up, guys. I, I'm just gonna say. Don't, don't if you're around Scott, don't diss the Orioles. I was defending my team's <laughs> honor. Yeah, and he did. He did. <laughs> all right. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yep. um, along the lines of resort announcements, uh, Caribbean Beach Resort will be re reimagined with new additions to the resort's current marketplace, Centertown, which will include new waterfront dining and retail shopping areas. So this resort is going undergoing some oh, major, geez. major changes. Um, they've already announced that they're going to be demolishing two sections to make way for a tower there. Um, there's still no word on whether this is going to be an expansion of uh, Disney Vacation Club. It's so, gotta be. Yeah, that's I mean, been speculated on. for a while. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's like the worst the, kept secret. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so they announced that like two weeks ago and then just recently 
they announced that Old Port Royal Food Court shutters at Old Port Royal and the Banana Cabana Pool Bar <laughs> are going to be closed starting May 2017. Oh, that's soon. I mean, people have to have trips booked for that time yeah. period. That's sad. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. That um, resort is... But they're offering wolf. some sort of... Uh, yeah, so it says Disney's going to provide guests with a $25 gift card per room per night of stay at check-in. And then they're going to offer temporary dining options, including a, a Caribbean-style breakfast buffet and a la carte offerings for dinner, grab-and-go meals. They'll still have in-room pizza delivery, which <laughs> Ugh. I, I still don't I think that makes imagine. it worth it. I think that you basically stay away from this resort until they're done. I mean, that's... I don't know. I mean, if you're really into Caribbean beach, which I know there are this like weird sect of people that love Caribbean beach. There is. You don't have to call them weird. No, but it, like it's what they strange. Like. People are like. Like, I mean, we like Coronado, but we would stay somewhere else. There are people who are like Caribbean beach or bust. I know that um, Catherine and I stayed there within the past five, six years, but I don't, I can't offer an honest opinion because it was a very short stay and they were undergoing a lot of structural renovations. There was a lot of construction going on. So like, I don't feel that I'm at like a good enough place to give that a... But we were not impressed. No, Our we room weren't. Was, like, and I know that Scott dingy. and Holly, you mm -hmm. stayed there, but you were... Uh, this has been at least 15 years oh, yeah. for both of you, right? It's been 20 years since I've been there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I'll reserve my judgment for when they complete their renovations and it becomes what they envision it being for 2020 or whatever that ha happens to be. <laughs> Done, the one but, thing that is they they mention and we <clears throat> I, I don't know if we talked about it on here is they're going to be adding Coca-Cola freestyle machines yes. throughout the resort for um, if you the have refill? the resort the resort mugs. Oh man, that's sweet. It's <laughs> yeah. a deal for me. I love the re I love freestyle I, machines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking back to Coronado like where you your room was it's i'm pointing to scott so it's where scott's room was you know the first time we stayed there it, it made the mug not not worth it, worth it. i mean t you walked yeah 12 minutes 15 minutes i mean you like, needed a drink to get to the <laughs> lobby <laughs> so i want to dehydrate on the machine that dispenses liquor all right, like, all right. Like a dream, buddy. Yeah, like a, right. a lime Coke, like a Coke with lime uh. and Jack Daniels. <laughs> Just freestyle. I mean, tenement. I love the idea if you could find a place to put it where children could mix us. No, but I would take... Well, the, there aren't a lot of children that go to Disney, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the last, last time Holly and I went, we, um, we knew we weren't going to have a car and it would have been cost prohibitive to go to Publix and pay for an Uber. So I packed little airplane bottles mm -hmm. and but we did we, that last time too oh like but, mi little mini bar uh, yeah, yeah which we got through secure it wasn't an issue because they're less than 4.3 or whatever the regulation is but ours didn't we, even make it to florida but we ended up going to the the quick service and had to buy bottles of coke yeah but it'd be nice to have like yeah. And maybe not dispense liquor, but at least I'd be more inclined <laughs> to bring some booze like that. Oh my gosh. What that can I, I just... say? I'm an idealist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good idea on all sides. I do love those Coke freestyle machines. Those yes. are yeah, they're fun. My it's favorite. something that I would like be obsessed with when I was a kid. And I didn't even like drink a lot of <laughs> I know, soda. I agree with Nor you. Nor do I drink a lot of soda now, but it's just like I could put strawberry and root beer. 
okay. <laughs> yeah. This tastes awful, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the freedom of choice is, you know. It's a big one. Yeah, for real. So they're doing that just like in lieu of the construction or like, <sighs> like to like, Incentivize. To, like, incentivize the resort. Yeah, you got a jackhammer yeah. outside your room, but you also have a freestyle machine. Yeah. And it, it, all it says is they will be available throughout the resort to refill their resort mugs. Mm. They mm. should do that in Coronado, too, if they're doing the same freaking thing. Yep. What's the difference? They're they're adding a new tower in Coronado. I can't admit. I'm, I'm sure Coke subsidizes these things somewhat. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's... I think they would sell more mugs. I'd be more inclined, Heck yes. you know, maybe not for a three-day trip, but for... Like a seven-day trip? Yeah, to, I'd, be, to... I'd be much more inclined to buy a mug. Yeah. Yeah, some of the mug locations are really unfortunate. Coronado being one that sticks out in my mind. Another one that I thought was really bad and we had mugs was Boardwalk. Boardwalk, oh, yeah. you have to go down to Boardwalk Bakery to oh, get your mug refilled. Get it filled? I didn't even know where you got oh, it Oh, my there. gosh. It's like yeah. the Boardwalk is this, like, really sacred place where, like, like... All of like the trash is actually on the boardwalk, and like the actual hotel itself is very serene and quiet. But if you need coke, you gotta go out to the boardwalk. I don't think that's that bad. I, but she's right. There walk. isn't a whole lot that's actually in boardwalk other than the rooms themselves. Yeah, no, only the Bellevue Lounge is the only like mm-hmm. extra thing, unless you count the pools and. Like, and the Bellevue the Lounge is tiny. Yeah, it's a tiny scary. little sitting area. And it looks like if you pass through there any other time, except for like, I guess, after Saturday after night. the sun goes down, that no one's ever there. No one's and ever there. And it opens there. late. We tried to go there around 3 p.m. last last time we were there on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't open. It really? didn't open until like 5 o'clock. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. So another, in other resort news, Geyser Point bar and grill opens at disney's wilderness lodge resort yeah so this is a new dining slash bar location it's located on the on the banks of bay lake um kind of in the back of the resort if you've ever been there um it's open for breakfast lunch and dinner so they do have a quick service location but then they have a lounge offering specialty drinks Thoughts. Are they themed? Do we know yet? Oh, yeah, that the, one they drink. Have, oh, baby, it looks so good. They do have their traditional Magic Star uh, cocktail. Um, well, yeah, like the traditional Disney right lounge drinks, bar drinks. <clears throat> but then they offer, I, I believe, four or five unique um, glow cubes of bounds. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> a secret menu. They do have a secret oh, drink yes. called the Blue Wilderness. Uh, I don't have it in front of me to describe it. it Actually, looks it is so on my phone. I, I'm sorry, I do. I do have a screenshot of the tweet about it. You so. had me at blue. I mean, it's <laughs> it is beautiful. It is. It is the blue wilderness. It's black cherry zodiac vodka, mm-hmm. pineapple and lemon juices, simple syrup and curacao. Curacao, that's the yeah. To I make love it blue, anything yes. curacao, I'm in. <laughs> it looks delicious. Um, so this is again. They're not going to tell you about it, but don't be afraid to ask. And I love. The trend. If this is the trend that Disney's mm. going with these themed, 100%. themed bars with, you know, a lot of the drinks on there are Pacific. Pacific. <laughs> I always oh, struggle with that But it's word. like the Pacific Northwest, yes. so that's okay. It's a pun. Huh? He's actually trying to say Pacific. Oh, Pacific? The drinks no, are No, I'm trying I'm trying to say Pacific, oh, but okay. I always screw it up, but I, <laughs> I have a mental Wait, block. Wait, what's Pacific? 
Wait, wait. Are what? you saying specific or Pacific? Pacific. So like the, Pacific the ocean. Okay. 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 I always struggle to oh, say the word. Oh, they're Pacific themed. Northwest themed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I North, got you. Now. Okay, all right. I Pacific thought you were going for like specific <laughs> oh, resort themed. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, oh. that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is specific also. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah. You know, this this is a great addition to our bar crawl. Yes. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. And I I hope, and this is just like naivety. Is that the right word? What? Naivete. 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 Oh boy, that's not how I would normally say that. Naivety. Um, nope. I would be really naive to think. I believe that, it's naive. Naive to think that maybe this location won't be very busy because it is not in the main lobby of the Wilderness Lodge. You've got to go out to the boat rental place, which is really not somewhere you would go just in passing. And even the um, boat launch for Magic Kingdom is really kind of on the opposite side. So it's not like you would be like walking to the boat launch and be like, oh, look over there. Like it's not that close to things. So I'm kind of thinking maybe it won't be crowded. Well, and it's not that's, on the monorail line. so Yeah, that's true. I think it's geared mostly towards people who are staying there. Let's was, hope that's the case because this, like, it's, like the picture I'm looking at, again, we linked on our Facebook page to the article. There's pictures. It... It's open air, and you're like on the water, forty feet from the water. Nice. I mean, from Bay, mm. like you just get this beautiful view. I I hope it's not popular because I could spend hours I, there. I could see going there. You'd get the like, sunset right there too. Mm -hmm. You do your morning park. You go back, relax, go Put here for MK, drinks. Yeah. MK extra magic hour night. Yeah, exactly. Get your buzz on there, and then go to MK. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Spend a boat. few spend a few hours there. It's similar to like what we've done at Trader Sands, either before yeah, sure. or after the M MK, like after a morning there, just, okay, we're going to go get our drinks and sit out. I do, I, you know, Trader Sands is great inside, but I also really like the outdoor yeah, portion. That's, that's some yeah, good times out there. I think they're two different restaurants. I do too. I do too. So, alrighty. And, and they have a good food menu too. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't overlook that. Yeah, yeah. Food, food, food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, <clears throat> All right. Um, one last thing. The twenty. Oh no. I'm sorry. It's not the last thing. Oh, uh, yeah. 27, Good <laughs> the no, 2017 uh, Inter International Flower and Garden Festival has announced their menus. Yes. Um, we have some new um, kiosks. The Berry Basket, Northern <laughs> Bloom, Berry which looks Basket. like it'll be by Canada. I think that's about it as far as new ones. Um, but instead of going in super detail, we thought. What is everybody looking forward to, or one thing? So I'll go first. Mine is from what? Isla Fresca, the World Showcase Promenade, and it's the sugar cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. Mm. Sounds, Sounds good. good. And these yeah. are all, are we going with all new items? Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of classics, like last year, I was a big fan of the watermelon salad. They still have that. R.I.P. Um, Non-Witch. Sorry, <laughs> that was so good. Um, anybody else? Yeah, I got one. Um, at the Northern Bloom, which we just said was in Canada, I, if you put the, the word beef down, you've already got my attention. <laughs> so beef tenderloin Go tips on. with, uh, mushroom board, board, bordelaise sauce, excuse me, 
whipped You're potatoes so naive. And, <laughs> and garden vegetables. Oh, that looks so whipped yes. potatoes. I could just go for like that a sounds, bowl of those. Just put that with the beef. Yeah, that's it's just all like I need. the beef whipped with. Oh, not the beef whips. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, don't let the beef. I may be a little hungover. Um, I think I dream that maybe it's actually being made by Le Cellier and just taken out. I think it is. Like, the risotto for um, the Festival of the Arts was amazing and was comparable to the Le Cellier risotto. And I feel like during Food and Wine, the the filet that you get at food and wine is like the closest thing you can to Without not booking <laughs> not booking six months ahead so hal right, yeah. do you have an item you want to um yeah over at the american pavilion the smokehouse mm. barbecue and brews um the warm chocolate cake with bourbon salted caramel sauce and spiced pecan sounds well that good. sounds delicious. and i never get dessert yeah, we always fill up, yeah, we always <laughs> fill up on drinks and food. Yeah, like I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I never got a dessert at food or wine last year's Flower and Garden. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a dessert. You should. Sure. You just have to yeah, do I a dessert like day. Just schedule it, it out. It sounded soon. really good. You had me at chocolate, <laughs> bourbon. The salted and, caramel. Yeah, I do salted like salted caramel. caramel. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it's a good choice. And that is a uh, uh, I know where you're going vegan option, I think. Well, what would, what I would was going to go the cider route, but I'm like, I can't even like look at cider. <laughs> we were all drinking last night. Oh, sorry. Can you tell? It's, sorry, it's vegetarian, not vegan. Oh, okay. Matt, do you Big have difference. one? Yeah, I'm actually going to also um, pick a dessert, which I also, I share that with you, Holly. I often don't highlight desserts. I always fill up on main courses and drinks, and I'm like, nah, I can't go for it. But at the Primavera Kitchen in Italy, they're offering a new strawberry tiramisu, mm. which contains ladyfingers, mascarpone, mascarpone, but they spell it wrong. They spelled it mascarpone. Well, we've got to we've got to write this to the website that we're Lady referencing. Ladyfingers, mascarpone <laughs> cream, and marinated strawberries top of strawberry sauce. Yeah, that sounds delicious. That yeah. does sound I, delicious. I want it immediately. Um. Can I just tell you guys who don't get dessert, the line for the Belgium waffles Ugh. is so worth it. <laughs> I I went last year and I waited a long time and it was totally worth and it. it. Oh, amazing. that's right. It they is are. so good. And I'm not a dessert person Do you either. have a preference, the, the berry or the I'm chocolate? A I'm a berry person. Like berry? I'm, not a, I'm not huge on chocolate flavor. I really like vanilla and berry. I so. They have waffles think- at Flower and Garden? No, 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 food and wine. Oh, Belgium. okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. She did, she did jump. She did yeah, jump I know. I, I went, festivals. I went to a different festival. Sorry. Um, well, I guess I'm gonna have to say because I'm a a lush. Um, How about one from the flower and garden? I'm gonna festival. do a berry basket. Um, I would like to try the Island Grove blueberry moscato. Ooh. I like wine, and moscato I think is the most accessible wine in the world. It's the Tom Hanks of wines, um, and that sounds that's really they, good. That's what that's it says what on the menu. Say. It says this is the Tom Hanks of wines. Yeah, it's it. It just I love moscato, and I do like blueberries, so I feel like it would be very fresh and i can imagine that it's going to be really freaking hot in <laughs> like may and it ends in may right may yes, memorial, day. memorial day yeah weekend. so it's it's going to be hot in those those days of may so that sounds like a good refreshing drink and i will say just a, an honorable mention just from wdw happy hour is they are serving cronenberg blanc in oh, the french ah. pavilion which is a food and wine staple that we just stand if you're 
You're wondering, where do you think WDW Happy Hour? <laughs> if we are in Epcot, we are over in France just standing around drinking beer. Double fisting. Cronenberg blocks. Full size. Yep, full size. They're so excellent. So what a good Blondale. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Um, and then along those lines, they announced their concert series, <laughs> which is a highlight. Um, the, the Garden Rocks Garden concert Rocks. series. <laughs> so some of the, the bands or artists that will be there, that starts off with John Cicada. <laughs> Just another day. Uh, oh, cool. Oh, Are you going to do it? Well, they, sing everyone, Rock. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, because, now you've set yourself up and you have to sing a little bit. Um, we got Night Ranger, Sister Christian. Oh. Gin Blossoms. The, oh. The, that's the one I would look most forward to. 90s uh, band, mm-hmm. Hey Jealousy. Uh, oh, see, I thought you were going to sing them. I know. You that's the other. That's, I, I could sing some of these. Plain White Tees. Oh, hey, there's uh, Delilah. Yeah. Um, Did Herman's Herman. Did last year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah those, those were the ones we saw last yeah, year. Yeah, The Spinners. Yeah. Um, Anybody else you got to do if you have it in front of you? The I mean, Pointer ELO? Sisters. Orchestra starring members of ELO. That sounds good. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Starship starring Mickey Thomas. We built this city. There you go. <laughs> there. Um, Dennis DeYoung of Styx. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> yeah, he's a fun guy. Well, yeah, no, that's, well that's who was good. there for uh, food and wine that we just enjoyed uh, the hell 40 out of? Or 40, 30, 30 yeah. specials. <laughs> 45 specials. 45 specials. Yep. It's a higher caliber band. And we thought we only did one song and here we we're singing a lot Yeah, we were like, like the biggest 38 special fans in the world. We did not know this until we had four Cronenberg blocks each. And, and we're like, we know every single 38 special. We might be the biggest 38 special fans. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. So that that's always a good time. Like really, even if it's it's included in your mission, that it's just like something special to do um, on the. It looks like all the weekends. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not every single night, because food and wine does every night. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind walking by and hearing the Pointer Sisters yeah. play. Whatever. Yeah. They so. do. They do three sets to each. Yeah. The nights five thirty, six forty-five, and eight p.m. And really, you don't have to wait like in line to get a good seat like you can see just fine if you're just in the back like kind of yeah. walking by or just and we kind of just yeah. jumped over yeah a, a or you just <laughs> jump over a rope and see yourself in i mean you can linger there long enough to hear a song or two before yeah. they chase you away so yeah for sure for sure so all right and then so. i think matt has one more news item Oh yeah, brace yourself, friends, because I'm about to get real nerdy. This is the nerdiest crap ever. Okay, I saw this uh, on Reddit earlier in the week. Um, Disney Research Hub, um, which you can find on YouTube, posted a video. It's three and a half minutes, and it was fascinating, for me at least. And the name of the video, don't get scared, I'm going to say it real quick. Quasi-static cavity resonance for ubiquitous wireless power transfer. (laughs) Yes, that is a mouthful. Uh, They're calling it QSCR for short, but basically what it's doing and providing is giving wireless power transfer so you could walk into a room that has an orb-like device that will power your wireless devices over the air. And not cause cancer? And yes, they do say that a detailed safety analysis showed that up to 1900 watts can be transmitted to a coil receiver enabling safe and ubiquitous wireless power. 
So a very, very, very brief history lessons for you. Oh, oh boy. Hold on, hold on. Just let me, let me let go. Let me get my pillow. Yeah. Guys, Note, guys. folks, that your podcast app does give you the ability to jump ahead 30 or, seconds. Or double time. time. Or double time. It also gives you the opportunity to rewind because you want to listen to this again and again because of how riveting it is. Nikola Tesla, physicist, inventor. You David might know Bowie. David Bowie in, in The, the Prestige. Prestige. He um, had an idea back in the late 1800s for a wireless power source basically made from uh, magnetic fields that you would basically, they would reside in the ionosphere in between (laughs) the earth, the ground, and, you know, the sphere above the earth. And you could tap into these sources to create a essentially wireless power source. So like one little spark of inspiration? Yeah, can can be the spark at all creation. Is that right? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, but he never did that. He didn't get a chance to fulfill his dream, but the guys down at the Disney Research uh, Institute have taken this and have built on it, and they think that they can basically start producing these. Right now, it's just a prototype, but I really recommend you guys watching the video, because just think about being able to walk into a hotel room and say, hey, I don't have to bring a charger for any of my devices. It's gonna charge my laptop, my iPad, my iPhone, totally safe, and I don't have to worry about cords. That's the future. And in and parks too? Yeah, you think in park eventually? I mean, you have to bring an extra I think battery? that it's really <laughs> early on, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, if they develop this further, you know. I mean, they, that's very exciting, but I feel like this is a long way off. Yeah. Do you know if they did this in the touch or taste labs? <laughs> <laughs> or was the this uh, yeah the sound like sound waves lab? Sound would probably be so, in the sound but lab. Mike, so I am sort of interested in this. So oh, thanks. <laughs> so does the battery technology have to change to do this? Or are they charging current bat like, like the lithium ions yeah. that are in an iPhone? Or- I would assume that they are. Um, that they are charging lithium ion batteries presently. But I mean, it it all depends on the different kinds of, of waves that they're, that they're transmitting. Again, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't get that in the weeds with this, but it sounds awesome. Interesting. Could you post the video on Facebook? I would love to. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, I'll, I'll definitely yeah. check it's it out. It's just one of those yeah. things that I can't even wrap my head around. No, it, I know. It's like, I, whatever. I don't know. I can't even think about this. It's too, too, Complicate I mean, th- for me but to think, think about we went from dial-up modems mm-hmm. to now wireless wireless everything, everything right mm-hmm. so i mean it's yeah. i guess it's yeah, you've already got wi-fi flying through you why not i mean there's <laughs> bigger there's bigger implications to this than, di- than disney yeah i mean I mean, it's, it's huge is, i mean it, right. it's it's the future i mean i'm the resident tech nerd on this podcast for you didn't have to say tech. <laughs> okay he did have to say tech. <laughs> i'm a nerd but i mean this i know that i'm not the only one who will watch this video and get extremely excited about the future implications so yeah i'll post it on the facebook welcome to your future yeah personalized yes <laughs> All right. So I guess that's it for news. That yeah, that's a very newsy news he- news heavy app. Yeah. Lot a lot happened. Um, okay, so Matt and I were in Disney World for a very brief weekend, way too short. Um, we had a wedding to attend. Um, our friends Adam and Emily. Congrats, um, Adam congratulations. and Emily. Congratulations. 
Um, and it was an awesome Disney wedding. So we've gotten to see two Disney weddings in the course of four months, um, both at the Atlantic Dance Hall. Um, and they were really beautiful. They were both great. They were fantastic. I, my friends, Walter and Jill from New York, got married in November. Um, they actually had their ceremony and reception both at the boardwalk. They had the ceremony at um, one of the pavilions right on the boardwalk. Adam and Emily um, had their ceremony at a church off-site in celebration. And Disney, um, for those who are curious about uh, Disney weddings in general, Disney made the transportation process seamless for those guests staying on on property and you know shuttling people to and from where they needed to be. So there were three different resorts that guests of the wedding could uh -huh. stay and have a block of rooms. Mm. So the the Mears bus would pick you up at either you know the Boardwalk, Caribbean Beach, or Pop Century. So you had one in each tier, which was really nice. Um, so do you want to talk about some new stuff that we did on this trip? Yeah, again, we, it was a really short trip. We got in late Friday night and we had to really, and Saturday, the, the wedding took up the majority of our time. So Friday, we we're like, we have to, I know we're tired, but we have to do some <laughs> Yeah, we some felt like stuff. we had to do it for you guys. So. Put your head yes. down, Patrick. So, yeah. so selfless. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we went to Disney Springs. We dropped off our, our stuff in our room, basically went right out to Disney Springs. We went to Paddlefish first. We went straight up to the top floor lounge and it was a little chilly. So we didn't opt to go in the outdoor seating area. We just kind of sat at a table in that bar area. We each got specialty drinks. I should stay. I should say. You should stay. I should stay here. <laughs> I should say that it's really expensive. Like. And not like your run-of-the-mill Disney expensive that you come to expect at a restaurant like this. It was the bar drinks. It was $20 for a Moscow Mule. That's, that's insane. insane. Yeah. That's, is, that's like a premium Disney price. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. I think it's wildly inexpensive for what it is. <coughs> Especially expensive. since this is a you lounge area. Inexpensive. Oh, wildly expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and what did you get, Matt? I got the Garden Gimlet, which is Uncle Val's Botanical Gin, House Sour, and Creme de Violette, which was $15. Yes. It was a good drink. It was up my alley. What are we talking so, size-wise? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Your standard tumbler? Yeah. Um, yours came in a martini glass. Oh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> so, standard tumbler, martini glass, same diff. I would say I was too drunk, but uh, that was my first drink. <laughs> I have no, no excuse. I'm so, just... Did you see the Moscow Mule? Like it's. I didn't. I didn't see anyone order it. There, there were not a lot of people up there. Uh, again, this was uh, freshly opened. Uh, only right. been open like a week and a half mm -hmm. when we went there. But no, I mean, I just saw on the menu twenty dollars for uh, a mule. Catherine, you got. Uh, um, I got the Lily Spritz. Was I know we talked about on the podcast when we mentioned paddlefish the last time that I'm assuming is named after Lily and Disney. Um, but it's a very bubbly drink. Um, it's champagne. I think it's rosé and seltzer and like a strawberry flavoring. It's garnished with a strawberry. And that was $14 for a champagne flute sized drink, which is ridiculous in my mind. Um, and it wasn't... I wasn't, I'm not, I would never order it again, ever. Um, I wasn't going to hit the Mai Tai and our waitress heard me talking about it. I was like, ooh, Mai Tai. She was like, it's not a traditional Mai Tai. It's very bourbon-y. Mm. 
So mm. I was glad she mentioned that because that kind of steered me away from that choice. And then they have a late night <clears throat> menu. So this was the the restaurant itself was closed. So we were only relegated to having the late night, um, which has a lot of seafood apps like crab fries, oyster shooters, uh, Baja fish tacos, lobster rolls. Um, and Matt and I opted for the lobster corn dogs uh, with the sweet chili aioli, mm. which was delicious. It came with five little lobster corn dogs. They're about, I don't know, three inches long. They were good. They, they were, were really good. Delicious. They were really good. $15 good. Eh, I don't know about that, but really good. So when, so a lobster corn dog, it's a piece of lobster it's just breaded? Deep fried, it's deep fried lobster. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's that really, sound really good. Like on a stick yes, or it's, something? It's, yeah. it's like a rock candy. It kind of looks like rock candy. It Just take the candy off and put deep fried so lobster. So we'll see these at the Red Wagon in Disneyland? I, that's, a little, that's a little high class. Uh, is there anything that makes up for the price? I mean, is it... The atmosphere is, the atmosphere is very nice. Good? Like, it feels very, very fancy. And again, I, we can't make a statement on the main dining hall. There, right. Every single floor kind of has their own thing going on as far as I know. This is just the lounge. Uh, I just think there are other comparable off offerings. I almost just really got you went really offerings. Offerings. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's true. I, right now with Disney Springs, there's so much, so many good restaurants that you don't have to pay a premium I to know. get a food. premium yeah. to get a premium food premium food or premium drink yeah. for that yeah. matter and not pay out the nose i was thinking about this last night as is there enough of a market for these high end i'm thinking you got STK. paddlefish now you got stk you got the edison opening soon boathouse is not cheap yeah um Morimoto's and Probably maybe a little less, but, but still... Fan, like, fancy restaurant inside, I'd say. Yeah, it's like, is there a market for all... Like Now you have two high-end fish places, the yeah. seafood places. I mean, but like, if, they're, if they're pivoting in that direction and that's what they're trying to establish and then it just becomes the norm, they're just assuming that people will go, well, I'm going to Disney. I expect that I'm going to pay... Yeah, a little extra, I expect. But the to repeatability splurge. is going to be hard for those places too, because, like, I mean, we're kind of in a different situation that we really like to drink and we really like to go out and see new restaurants. The five of us at this table, but I mean, if you're going with like a family, which I would say the majority of people sure. are traveling yep. to Disney with, like, yeah, and a maybe only party, go once a year, once every couple of years. Like, there's no way I would go here. There's no way. I, I mean. Huh. It depends. It's, I mean, it's, but you know, just just to play devil's advocate, there is a six month wait for La Cellier reservation. That's true, but even La Cellier, I think, is more reasonable than this yeah, because yeah. you get like the best. I mean, what we had food wise was good. Drink wise, I could leave it. I could take it or leave it. Um, but I mean, La Cellier is by far like i crave it all the time like this yeah. was way more expensive like ratio wise than la cellier would be hmm. and i would not like i'm not gonna like think about these lobster corn dogs in a month and, and as far as the drink offerings no one's forcing you to have the specialty options i mean they still have your standard domestic uh beer and your they had some imports. interesting bottled beer too like not your standard disney some stuff craft. so they had so, some, yeah, they craft some craft offerings. yeah they had the hefeweizen from is it i4 is that the name of the brewery i think um 
the I4 Hefeweizen, I think. Um, anyway, I was kind of full that night because it was really late. It was about 12 o'clock as we left Paddlefish and then we had to hit up the other new area um, or the other new restaurant that had recently opened at the beginning of February, which was... The Planet Hollywood Observatory. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were throwing that to me. Throwing it to you. Featuring? Mm -hmm. Featuring everyone's favorite. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. I was watching uh, them last night when I went home. Yeah. You were watching a little diners, drive-ins, and dives? I was. You know what's funny it's, is that I wonder, you know, all the vitriol that is spewed at Guy Fieri, I wonder how many people have actually watched one of his shows. Because oh, I've never, never seen a thing. I have. I've never seen a thing. That's one of my, like, just put on in the background and... They just, do make you hungry for the food that yeah. you see. I mean, it's it usually looks like good stuff. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Going into... I knew that we were going to go to both of these places, and I looked at the menus beforehand, and I was much more excited to go to Planet Hollywood. I think that the menu is just more up my alley. And so we walked in, and, and it should be noted that they had just opened. It was late. With regards to restaurants, it's always worse service when the restaurant is not that busy. Plus, they're going through some growing pains. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Our service was just horrible. One of the worst restaurant experiences horrible. I've ever had. Just terrible. And I'm not going to go into it because... And I'm not going to say that that's what you're going to get when you, when you go here. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I would go back, but my service was bad, which left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. And the atmosphere was... Confusing. Left, yes. Very <laughs> confusing. I've, I've heard that from multiple... People and things so I read. Yeah, strange. It's like <laughs> you go in and it's like a it's like it's a planetarium. A yeah, almost. it's a dome. It's you... a dome with screens. You're surrounded by screens, and they're showing music videos of from movies from the '90s. I think from movies, mostly from the '90s, and it. It's really freaking strange. And then in between, they're like on the big it's screen. It's like interfaced see, on the, the dome. It and these then, weird com gray computers and like robotics that look like what we thought robotics and computers looked like in the <laughs> early 90s. Like it looks so strange. Like I can't explain the theming at all. I was just so confused by it. And it's so distracting and loud. Loud both visually and and, audibly and audibly and it's it's just distracting yeah like, it, it was, was weird yeah it was it was very it was very weird you it, gotta get on your yelp account and, i know uh, make some reviews. tear them up um we did <clears throat> they did have specialty drinks that were all like huge like in fish bowls and like huge chalices <laughs> and i was at this point not super hungry or thirsty so i was like i'm just gonna have a beer they did have specialty drinks nothing that really knock me over um but yeah, i think the food and drink are both the typical american excessive portion sizes mm -hmm. like eat until you feel <laughs> sick yes. eat until you feel like guy fieri looks yes oh. <laughs> Yikes. um but we ended up getting pork um bao buns which mm. were amazing actually i wasn't even hungry and i had a taste i was like i gotta have one of these they were excellent they were so good so actually the food was not disappointing at all um i'm sorry guy fieri that was a cheap shot a friend of the podcast guy fieri nope nope not true not, true. not, not anymore yet. not yet <laughs> not not ever again <laughs> um so yeah it was it was a little 
it, that that experience was disappointing. They were both disappointing in their own right because I can't say I would ever go back to Paddlefish. Like, like I would go if you guys wanted to go to see it, but I wouldn't go back after that. And we, I would have. We've a got a lot of places to go. I know. Before we and, get there again. and in my mind, I have a like a goal for our podcast to come up with a really good uh, Disney Springs bar crawl because mm-hmm. we have the monorail and the Crescent Lake. So that's kind of our thing is finding the the great bar crawls and the best ways to do them. And I could not with good conscience tell anybody to go to Paddlefish with how expensive it is. Wow. And I'm not like, I'm not a cheapo either. I love going yeah. to Le Cellier. I, and I have no problem dropping $50 on a delicious filet. And then I always get sides and I get a beer. But geez, this is not, just not worth the price. So. Yeah, you want to be, you want to make sure you're getting what you pay for, even if you are splurging. And, and I agree. I, I don't think, at least with the specialty drinks um, that you get what you pay for. No. But they just started taking tables in Wonderland, so there is that. If you are Both a table. places, right? Yes. Okay. I believe so. I don't know for sure on Planet Hollywood, actually, so I don't want to say that for okay. sure. You think? I don't know. Okay. It, I'm surprised by Paddlefish already because you typically see a the lag of about si- yes. like six months. I know Tippins was yeah. like that. Um, so I'm um, I'm surprised that they're accepting it already. Yeah. So um, I will say one other thing. So that night we left Disney Springs and um, we went to the bus area and they shut down. This was around 1 a.m. They shut down the um, further bus areas and like you kind of just go to someone and tell them where you're staying. And I was so tired at this point that I was like, heck no, we are getting an Uber like I'm mm. not waiting for this like little friggin' walkie-talkie system to have the boardwalk come. So I was like, all right, we're getting an Uber. And the guy's like, okay, well, you got to go to the west side for that. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So that's Pat. Like, you have to go past. <gasps> Holy crap, sir. Lanuba. Yeah. Yes. And I had no no idea it was that far away. And I didn't know there was a huge parking lot over there. Yeah. We took, Holly and I took a cab from. Hollywood Studios over to... And that's to, where they drop you off. And they drop... The cab dropped us yes. off over there. And yeah, we were going to Morimoto's. That's a... T- over yeah. 10 minutes. Oh, walk. yeah. It's a long walk. Yeah. And also, we took an Uber when we were there in October, I want to say. We got on at the Beach Club. And they dropped us off, like, in front of, like, Lanuba. In front of Lanuba, not towards the side. So it's a different yeah, area they, than it was before. Because I, because we, hmm. we, I, we got an Uber for some reason. I forget what we were doing, but we were going to Disney Springs, and it was like seven of us, and we were in like an SUV. Maybe it was May. I don't know. But anyway, maybe it was because of the construction. It was different. But that was just interesting. So if you're Ubering from Disney Springs, you have to go to that really far away parking lot, and they kind of just like line up for you. Yeah. How something I wanted to ask? Um, how was tra- like going from the boardwalk to into the springs on a Friday night? No traffic was, used to be horrific. It was great, but we were going really late. Yeah. It was like ten thirty at that point, so I think most people are probably going the other way and leaving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was not bad um, at all. And the other thing I'll say, and we've mentioned this when we've talked about the boardwalk as a resort, is when we checked in. They gave us our room and we stayed in our DVC for the first time at the boardwalk. And we were so far away from the front desk. And I just like saw her point to where we were. And it's like the furthest hall. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to be so far away. Well, little did I know, a little bit of silver lining of that is we exited out the exterior building exit. And we were like 
right at the bridge for Hollywood Studios. Ah. So we were, because we were so far away from the front, we were super, super close to Hollywood Studios, which I think based on that location, it was probably equidistant from the International Gateway to the entrance to Hollywood Studios. So maybe like a 10 minute walk for both ways, which is nice because we walked to Hollywood Studios and we walked to Epcot. So it was- Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was was great actually. So Hmm. it's not always bad being really far away. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the one other thing, thing that we saw there which was just awesome and i totally forgot about until just now because i have pictures of it is we got on pirates of the caribbean oh yeah and um we were (laughs) in the queue and we uh, we did not have fast passes so we um we were in the they're just standby queue and the guy who plays jack sparrow and his little sidekick were like in the queue in the jail parts like just sitting there and i was like is that a new animatronic and they were just playing dice with each other and just like interact like not like straight up interacting but just like atmospherically just playing dice and like if someone would like take a picture of them i was videotaping it for snapchat and captain jack looked at me and said something akin to like may i help you and i was like nope (laughs) like he was like perturbed that i was interrupting his dice game it was pretty fun yeah it was so cool and people were like going nuts and it like really like made everybody in the queue like super happy like we were like cool that was awesome i've never seen that before and they were just like sitting in one of those little jail areas it was awesome that would have startled me i (laughs) I know i saw somebody move and i was like did they install an animatronic back there is there like a cat back there i was so confused and then they were just sitting back there it was was so weird it's cool they made that kind of interactive i know like you know they try to they try to do that that's one way to do it captain jack Mm -hmm. that's right (laughs) all right so i think that's it for our trip review anything else that you can think of we did we did festival of the arts very you know holly and rob did a great job of recapping it yeah listen to the last episode if you yeah, want to hear so more about that it's over now anyway it's over but it, but there is strong speculation on the interwebs <laughs> of it's coming back next year and it's going to be bigger, every day bigger Ooh. better yeah so nice. the, the indication we had when we were down there was they were blown away by the success, people, I don't yeah. know if that means financial, I'm assuming financially, the success of it. so much more. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah, so. Bigger galleries with artwork. Mm-hmm. More food. Yep. More yeah. drinks. More, more Everything. Art. More everything. Yes. <laughs> but the topiaries are up for Flower and Garden, and that starts on Wednesday. So yeah. if you're down there, make sure you go to Epcot, because that's a great festival, too. Uh, I'd say it's like a hidden gem of a festival. Everybody loves food and wine, myself included, but... Flower and Garden is like a little You take what you petite. can get. Yes. <laughs> I, I really like Flower With those Garden. Food, th- there's a lot of good food yeah. there. That mm-hmm. I think I was surprised at how impressive a festival it actually is. Because I was like, eh, it's not food and wine, but right. it's, and then it's it was delivers, real, yeah. And then Scott got himself a pink fruity drink and he was <laughs> happy as a clam. <laughs> I think they're at about 80% of food and wine. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, just, the, like, like just the... Atmosphere, the food offerings, the... Getting, it's gonna get like, bigger every year too. So yeah. I mean, but so is food and wine. So <laughs> like, it's just gonna keep going up. I just know? think Disney sees it must make a ton of money. That means they, what kind of festival are they gonna put in there? In the summer? Yeah, we're they getting can't, close to like no. full saturation yeah. on festivals. Because that, that ends Memorial Day, right? So it's the summer holiday. Food and wines. It's Labor Day. Yeah, there's not much they could do. Yeah. So. 
All right, everyone. So we are going to move it to last call. So does anybody have any last call items? Yeah, we didn't mention it in the news, but um, BB-8 is going to be uh, appearing for a meet and greet at Launch Bay at Hollywood Studios. Nice. Starting April 14th. So, so you want to see me get starstruck? Yeah. Yes, this, this, I am super. BB is like one of yeah. my favorite characters. Um, whatever he is, <laughs> gender neutral. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, and it doesn't give an indication that Chewie or Kylo Ren are going away. I think it's going to be in addition, which is cool. really, really cool. Mm -hmm. So, April 14th, launch bay. I have a quick shout out oh, uh, yeah. to our WD, WDW Happy Hour listener, Al Lipscomb. He's been actually sending us pictures of drinks. He's currently down there with his family. Um, so if you're down there, especially with uh, Flower and Garden started, starting, if you would like to share a food item, drink item, yeah. please post on Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Tweet at us. Yep. Yeah, let us know. So please yeah, let we, us know. We love to see your thoughts. It makes us feel like it, we're there. As, <laughs> as we're recording, he just sent us a uh, a nice yeah. flight of wine, wine from oh, Germany. Germany. Nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Deutsche. Yeah, so, so please, thanks, Al. Yeah, please have share. A great time. Keep sharing. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a quick one, and I think we might have touched on this briefly in a prior episode, but. Uh, this episode's being released on Sunday, February 26th, which is Oscar Sunday, which Ooh. is, like, my Super Bowl. <laughs> and I know Catherine feels the oh, same way. Yes. <laughs> and uh, obviously we've talked about Moana and Zootopia and The Jungle Book, all nominated for various awards. One thing that I really want to, I just watched it for the first time yesterday, or two days ago, uh, is a documentary called Life Animated. And it is the story of a, uh, a boy, now a young man, uh, his name is Owen Suskind, and he is autistic, and he was nonverbal as a child, and basically overcame a lot of his challenges challenges using Disney animated movies. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And it is... Uh, it it's really, a dusty one. <laughs> it, it, it hits me really hard. Obviously, I love Disney. I also have two members of my family who have autistic disorders, um, so this is an, a really heartwarming, great documentary. It is, I, I think it's a feel-good, uplifting story. Yeah, it is, story, it is a so. feel-good story. And it is so cute. If you're a Disney fan, it's it's just made even better if you're a Disney fan. There, I won't spoil anything, but there's some really great moments. And it's from a logistical standpoint, this is a very interesting movie because they had to pitch this movie to Disney to allow them to show the Disney movie clips mm. in the uh, documentary. Okay. Makes sense. Not only that, but there's a really cool interstitial segment where um, a lot of the Disney characters intermingle with each other that they had yeah, to pitch likenesses. to Disney to let you know, like Timon be in the same shot as Iago and be in the uh, same right. shot as Merlin. Yeah, so from a... So uh, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy that like... It just shows how meaningful this story is that Disney was like so so happy to back this. And Disney so. is very careful about the licensing of their characters and their product, and yeah, I think it speaks volumes that they were able to get behind a project like this because it, yeah, it's pretty surprising as far as licensing. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It's really good. I 
<laughs> Unfortunately, don't. Yes, it is. It's it, yeah, available it's on, Amazon it's Prime. on Amazon. Oh, okay. So if you okay. have Amazon Prime, it's it's <clears throat> available and it is. I have to so check that out. Oh I, my gosh, it's really great. I think it's a long shot to win uh, best. Uh, Documentary is feature. That what it's up for? Yes. It's, it's up, up against, against OJ. OJ Made in America. I don't think OJ's going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, OJ's oh, thing. He's lost. <laughs> but that doesn't take anything away from it. So. No, it yeah. certainly it doesn't. doesn't. It's, it, it's great. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. And he's a very, he's a really good uh, motivational speaker. He's kind of been out on this circuit, on the Oscar circuit, speaking on his behalf. Miss, I know you guys spoke about this, but I'm surprised I haven't seen it in the. Yeah, in the, the ether yeah, of Oscar or Disney. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's kind of uh, flown under the radar a bit, so yeah. that's why I wanted to take a little minute to talk about it for some of the listeners who may not have heard of it or saw it briefly. I Any Disney fan, I think it's worth a watch, for it's sure. It's really heartwarming. It's, it's an hour and a half documentary. Go watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Cool. Oh, awesome. Alrighty. Anyone else have any other last calls? All right. Well then, I think that we have only one thing left to do, and that and let's is talk about that pervasive electricity a little <laughs> yeah, bit more. Yeah, one more time. Ubiquitous, ubiquitous. Ubiquitous electricity. Oh guys, it's quasi-static cavity resonance for ubiquitous wireless power transfer. Get it right. Cool. <laughs> Super neat. And also subscribe to us and yeah. review us and rate us. We would love to hear from I'd like you. I'd to see some more reviews. I'd be interested would in seeing. You? Yeah. You know, I always say I want criticism, so. Well, criticize Scott and yeah. praise the rest of us. Scott. Yep. Um, and then give us that five stars. Oh, yeah, I do want the five stars. Yeah, I just come want to hear it. Um, Scott sucks. I really like the rest of this five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube. Um, you can also find us in, at Gmail at um, WDW Happy Hour, also WDW Happy Hour at Never Grow Up Vacations. Um, dot com. Dot com. <laughs> we have running bibs. We have vacations for you to take. Um, so please just. Just if you even want to say hi, we love getting emails. And, and, and there's a maybe not to this crowd, but there's a. Um, an incorrect perception that there's charges to use a travel agent for Disney. I, I didn't realize it's as pervasive as it is. Yeah, I thought it's so. Free, it's free of charge. Yes. They, you know, even just, you like, everything. even if you just want a quote to see, hey, I was thinking maybe I'd like to go this summer. You know, we can just give you a quote. Yep. You will not be paying a premium you, to yes. utilize our services yeah, to book, we're just, help book your vacation. We're just exactly. here to help you and also use our expertise because clearly if you're listening to us, you're kind of like-minded that you like you know, eating and drinking and doing Disney, you know, your way or, yeah, so or our way right. or what, yeah. whatever way you want to, we can, any way you want it. That's the way you need. Any way you want it. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you all and cheers. 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 cheers.